Hi everyone, my name is Renee Huang and I'm the host of Ignite Podcast and also the founder of Wild Women Tribe. I'm excited to welcome you to yet another episode where we're going to talk about perseverance with these two lovely ladies, Lindsay Elliott from Wilder Goods and Molly Jackson. So I wanted to welcome you guys. Thank, Thank you. you for Thank being you. here. Um, perseverance, it's so interesting. Like I was giving it some thought on the drive over and just really thinking about my experiences with it and my kids as well because it's one of those traits where it's like you're posed with challenge and for me you know the initial instinct is to run away yes um, do you each have some thoughts on just the general concept of perseverance then we can kind of go into some deeper discussions you want me to go first sure. <laughs> okay Molly so I have often struggled with that as well where things are too hard and I just want to give up but I have found that when I have the tools and the thoughts that help me realize I am feeling this now, I acknowledge this now, this is hard, but I know I won't be in this forever and it's okay to rest. So even though perseverance seems like push through, push through, mm. the key to persevering is resting and to have the tools in your emotional tool belt and your thoughts to be able to say, this won't last forever, this is just for now. So not powering through necessarily. Right, yeah. right. That perseverance can be a more thoughtful mm. and calm practice and idea than just to push. Yeah, so. and I love how you call it a practice because it really is something where it's like, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? And it can take you up hills and down and through all sorts of ranges of emotions. Yeah. But the idea is to just not beat yourself up over right. it when you're in that kind yes. of lull of it. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Lindsay? What do you think? Yeah. So interestingly enough, I come from like a competitive sports background where perseverance is taught in this way where it's mm. just like, go, 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 you know, push through the pain. And so I'm just now learning <laughs> this mm. side of perseverance where you pick your head up, you know, and I've been running a startup for the last four years and I'm just now picking my head up and sort of getting out of that um, you know, f full speed ahead kind of mentality, sacrifice everything, because it's not sustainable. Mm. Yeah, tell um, us about Wilder Goods. Oh, so, so amazing. Wilder yeah. is an online boutique for outdoor women, and we focus only on ethical brands. So, and we work with everybody from Patagonia to small artisans um, who make beautiful things like jewelry and pottery. So it's this um, outdoor lifestyle boutique that really carries a bunch of different things. but where really kind of promotes like the wild women sort of aesthetic yeah, yeah. And one thing that was different about when we started is that nobody was um, speaking to outdoor women in a diverse way it was like mm. you're an alpinist or you're a runner or you're a skier but there was you know farmers using the same gear and right. field, field researchers using the same gear and so we sort mm. of created this platform where everybody was acknowledged in in their own way of being an outdoors woman and also I think the, the movement itself has seen the casual hiker be now respected as an outdoors person. So we're, we're kind of a, a community for, for all types of outdoor women. That's cool. Fantastic. Yeah. I so I love how you both talk about perseverance as something where you've had to like learn 
through life experience on how to get to a practice where you feel like you're thriving maybe or mm -hmm. not just um, struggling. I mean, I think when people think of perseverance, they think of hardship, of challenge, of all of these negative, like being a victim, you know, being mm -hmm. a survivor. And I feel like that word is so much more than that. And I think there's so much more strength behind that. So I don't know if you can, can you discuss or can you talk about how maybe that idea has evolved as you've grown as well? Well, one thought, um, I, do you guys ever read Seth Godin? Mm -hmm. um, so I love kind of his perspective on these sorts of things because oftentimes we, perseverance I guess in some way to me means like not waiting for the conditions to be perfect or like waiting till you have the cup of coffee and the beautiful writer's view and oh, the, the, yes. the night's sleep that you needed in order to get something done. I think those um, those things can often be reasons why I put things off like oh the conditions aren't perfect therefore mm -hmm. but um, but in reading his books it's been helpful for me to be like just do it <laughs> you know like don't mm -hmm. wait for things to be perfect because they're never going to be perfect like the people who succeed in taking risks and achieving the things they achieve you know go for those imperfect conditions go for things during those times so I think that's kind of a a creative way to think about perseverance that doesn't necessarily or a, a sort of demystifies like the creative or mm -hmm. the um, the intellectual in a way. I think as far as what you were saying about perseverance is seen as despite the struggle or I'm a victim or I'm just going to persevere, I, I think if we can look at our perseverance having a purpose that in my case my daughter passed away very unexpectedly in a tragic accident when she choked on an apple. And I mean, I really had a choice to persevere or die. I mean, it was that extreme mm -hmm. in the trauma and the grief. And I was able, and I still try to find a purpose in it, a meaning. She was an organ donor, and that provides more meaning. And just sharing my story, even the ups and the downs, helps me persevere because I feel that I'm helping other people and connecting with them. I'm not just persevering for the sake of being strong, but it's for other people and for mm -hmm. my other children. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of how my view has shifted a little, a lot actually, <laughs> from persevering as a survival to something that brings purpose to a lot of people, I hope. So. Yeah, and that's so beautiful the way that you can take a tragedy and then kind of pivot around it and say, how can I bring purpose to this? Mm -hmm. um, and Brene Brown, I'm sure you know that author and speaker, you know, she talks so much about vulnerability and the power of being able to put yourself there and out mm -hmm. there and for people to kind of like see you in all of your imperfections and challenges. Speaking of which, <laughs> I've had a crazy morning, just went to the dentist, had a flight in late last night. And I'm like, I just like threw on, I don't know what, and I don't, uh, didn't realize how much to the extent I'd be on camera. I'm like, it's a mm -hmm. podcast. So yes, all the imperfections. To, so. Right, so, right. So if you're not watching it, anyway, you're missing out on an exciting blue outfit but <laughs> of casual momhood. But yeah, but being all able to that, go there. Just, yeah. And like, as a speaker and as a coach, you know, you travel around the states kind of sharing your story mm -hmm. and really um, 
inspiring people, I think, to like pick themselves up. Right. I think that's but, so amazing and valuable what you can bring to it. And you're like a living model of, you know, you think the worst fear that so many parents have, your child dying. Well, and you're in front of us and you're gorgeous and your family's thriving and I'm, so are you. I'm breathing, right? And it makes you see the world so differently <coughs> mm -hmm. because you realize you have no idea what anyone has survived or what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And so I honestly, anytime I see anyone like sitting in a chair, giving an interview, driving down the street, I'm like, good for you. You're just still living and you're out there yeah. and persevering. It's pretty amazing. They're taking that flight, they're meeting a friend for lunch, whatever, going to their nine to five job, like it truly actually amazes me that we're not all sitting on the couch watching Netflix. We're a resilient <laughs> bunch, aren't yes. we? You know? Yeah. So uh, did you have some business kind of stories that you wanted to share or perseverance through being a startup and Oh my gosh. I'm still so in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like wearing the startup struggle right mm. now as we speak. I'm definitely not on the other side of it. Um, so I don't know, from, from where I sit today, um, I think I'm very surprised that you just build new thresholds all the time of what difficulty means to you mm -hmm. or what risk means to you. And um, I can get a little bit fixated on that. I think as an outdoors person and um, like I'm accustomed to taking risks and like it makes for a natural sort of entrepreneur mentality. So you're always wired this way? Yes, mm. but the development that's happened in the last four years is staggering to me. Like I, I, sometimes I wake up, even this morning I was with a mentor and I'm like, I can't believe we're still here. You know, as a business, given what has happened and the moments when I was like, oh, it's over, right. or, you know, there's this amount of money in the bank and I have to pay these bills tomorrow, <laughs> like what's going to happen? But I don't know, it's like you get to this point where all the chips are in the middle of the table and you have no choice but to keep going and there's something super powerful about that because that all-in mentality makes it so that you have to keep going and you have to survive and I think that's really cool to experience. Um, but also it's it's critical to sort of check in and be like, is this a healthy amount of adrenal stress on a like weekly basis? You know, right. like can I sustain this? I mean, part of my process, I was 27 when we started the company and life is just different now, you know? And, and I think, you know, as an all-female-led company um, and our ages are, we all range in our early to late 30s, it's important to sort of reassess and like allow for that reassessment. Be like, does this work for us mm -hmm. in the way that we've been doing it and not be afraid to change course or remember that you built it and you're in charge of the effects it has on your lifestyle to a certain extent and your family's lifestyle and your friends and all of that. So I don't know, risk, it's something not to get hooked on, <laughs> I think, or um, be, of be willing to change your relationship to over time. I love that. You're so wise, but oh. I'm so young. <laughs> I'm so vocal. I respond like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What do you do with that feeling? Like, can you both talk about that feeling? Because I think there is always like a turning point where you're like, is this going to be it? For me, I've, as I've launched my speaking business and I've 
certifying to be a life coach and I'm my website's almost done and my demo reel I mean I've spoken for years and I have a background in theater but for me it's it helps to give a timeline a little not a hard timeline, but like, okay, this is, I gave myself, this is my year of building. I'm building my business. I'm building my brand. I'm building my content. I'm building my website. This is my year of building. And I can't believe the progress I've made already. And so I have to, I, a, a deadline helps, like a, a time frame. And then I have to reassess, like you said, just, I can't give up now. I'm just on the cusp. I have so much momentum. I have, like, why would I quit? But I love that thought that I started this, I'm in charge of this, and I can decide. But it's amazing how humans are wired that we don't really love the struggle, but we love the result. Hmm. And I, I keep telling myself that's one of my tools of perseverance is like, I know that I'm in the struggle now, but when I have that result, I'm going to feel great. And so that's, that, I guess that ties into having a timeline and some goals, but. Yeah, perseverance is a hard thing to kind of teach to kids, I'm noticing, mm. you know, and it's one of those values that I talk to my children about along with integrity and honesty and, mm -hmm. you know, trust and love and those things. I mean, because we get confronted with struggle and then we want to just kind of like crawl under the covers and say, okay, I can't yeah. do this and, you know, I give up. Yeah. Right? And so I'm just, I'm curious how you've managed to address that and confront it and just kind of move over and past that. What about you? The first thing that came to my mind when you're thinking about teaching kids about perseverance was like, take them for a hike <laughs> because mm -hmm. like, I hated hiking as a kid, but you, you struggle, it sucks. You struggle, 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 then you get to the top and you're like, oh my gosh, and it's pretty much the same as an adult <laughs> with anything, but you get to those breakthrough moments when mm -hmm. you're like, I can't stop now, I'm almost there kind right. of feeling. Um, yeah, I don't know that I've learned, like I said, it's, I don't know what the specific resources are that have popped in that have been like oh well now I feel like I can do this other than just doing it you know it's kind of like public speaking like you you don't get better at it other than just doing it and you have to kind of embrace all of the imperfections that are gonna happen along the way and the pit sweat and the you know red face <laughs> and all the stress and all of that um, but then then you're just better at it you know and and so there's an acceptance of imperfection and maybe like little failures along the way and that discomfort and discomfort yeah absolutely and I think that along with the struggle the fear of failure or not being successful is maybe what keeps people from persevering and like definitely has kept me in certain times in the past but yeah it's interesting I mean this whole wild women tribe passion project that I started you know, did not have a business plan, still doesn't, and yeah. I do a lot of trial and error, and I mm -hmm. feel like um, I come back to a lot of, what's the purpose? You know, <laughs> am I doing this for the right reasons? You know, what is it that is the driving motivator? You know, just really those core kind of beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not always, easy because when you're iterating in a business or an idea um, sometimes you come to a dead end and you have to back up and then mm -hmm. you have to turn and look at it from another point
point of view and so I have to remind myself that that's just part of the process and it's okay as long as I keep kind of the focus on wanting to bring transformational experiences to women outdoors mm -hmm. right and I have to allow myself okay well you know what if that didn't work that's okay because I tried and so maybe I can try something different and see if that works right but I think it's that um, willingness to go there and to push your own boundaries and to step off the cliff like again and again and again that really gets us to perseverance and I think at the other end of perseverance is growth Mm -hmm. Right, and you don't really get there until you take those risks that take you there. Right. So, I know, and sometimes I'm like, but I don't want to grow anymore. Because <laughs> well, like, growing scary. hurts. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like it's painful. Enough, <laughs> but it's always worth it in the end, even if it's a negative outcome. I've still learned something. I've still grown, and it's amazing to think someone's out there looking at you and all you've done and are doing, thinking, oh, I want to do that. And you're thinking, am I doing it right? Am I doing it enough? And it's just, it's just neat how we all learn from and are inspired by each other. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I would be remiss in not mentioning, for me at least, how privilege plays a role in this because I know I'm not really going to fail. You know, mm -hmm. like my business might not make it. You know, but I'm going to be okay and I'm going to be able to get a job. And I think that's something that. I try and keep front of mind when I'm building up, you know, what my struggles look like in a day-to-day -day basis in my business, and um, and not everybody has that opportunity to take risks. So I, I like to think of risk taking as as really a privilege that I have, given my education and my background and my upbringing, and it kind of helps me That's not true. overthink it too much. But it's the gift that you're given, right? Totally. That's kind of yeah. where you are in life. So yeah. you have the tools and the resources to kind of take that yeah. forward with your purpose. Yeah, it's it's a cushion that is sort of invisible, but it's there, and not everybody has it. So that's so honest and self-aware, <laughs> that uh, and important. Yeah, like that's wow. I really <laughs> enjoyed hearing that. Well, it's very it's, humble too. It's, it's thought-provoking. You know, if we were homeless and living on the streets, we would have a whole other set of priorities right. before these self-evolutions and businesses and things that right. we're able right. to do. So, yep. right. I mean, it's like that hashtag first world problems, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like we do have certain things that other people, the majority of the world, I guess, does not have. But everyone needs perseverance right. despite where they are. Yep. So. What about, um, we were talking earlier about a practice. Do you have a practice of perseverance when you're met with challenges or hardships? Is there something that kind of kicks in or? I do. I have, it, go, it goes along with my life coaching, mm -hmm. which I'm trained in the Brooke Castillo. I don't know if you know her. She's amazing. She has a podcast, The Life Coach School. Mm -hmm. And it, it, she calls it the thought model. Sometimes with my clients, I call it an emotional worksheet. But it's the letters are C T F A R, and it stands for circumstance. That all circumstances are neutral. So if I'm having a hard time, like today, I had a friend coming. I had to clean the basement. I had to get my kids to the dentist. What am I wearing? And I had a podcast interview this morning, and you know, trying to hurry and take a quick shower. So my circumstance is I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've got all these things to do. So then the next line is the thought. What are my thoughts about that? I'm too overwhelmed. I can't do all this. 
I look like crap. So then the next line is the F, and that's feelings. How do, what kind of feelings does that thought create? Well, it makes me feel frantic. It makes me feel discouraged. So then the A line is the action. Hmm. That those feelings are going to create a certain action of apologetic behavior or slumping or maybe calling and saying, I'm not going to make it. Or, And then the final line is the R, which is the result. So what will the result be from that action? So the only so my practice is to go back and pick a thought, because the only thing I can change in that is the thought. The circumstance is the same, but if I pick a different thought, I'm doing my best, this is a great opportunity, I'm going to show up like myself. That creates a different feeling of empowerment, which creates a different action, which creates a different result. So that is my practice, CTFAR which I usually say, choose the right thought and you'll go far, C-T-F-A-R. So, I need to write that down. Yes, <laughs> so thoughts sense. create feelings, feelings create actions, actions create results. So my practice is to choose a thought and I can, you can try thoughts on like clothing. Hmm. You can try them on and if it feels right, if you go, oh, that's one I could believe or start to believe, then hmm. it changes everything and your result is closer to what you want. So and that's that was a long answer, yeah. but that is my practice that I believe in and love so much. And the more you do it, you can start to put things in the result line hmm. to start with, and then work back. And then work backward. And like, what's oh, the thought that's going to cool. get me to that result? So yeah. you're going to do that with your business. <laughs> I'm like, I need to I take can. that home today. <laughs> that's my practice. <laughs> I love that. So yeah. Oh, I don't mind. I have nothing that good. <laughs> Mine are all really basic, like, you know, make sure to exercise and like mm -hmm. move emotions out of my body on a daily basis. And sometimes I do that not for myself. But I'm like, I know I'm going to be a better team member and a better mm -hmm. leader if I go to yoga at 530 and that's what gets me out of bed. But I don't know, I garden and spend time with dogs and that's huge. <laughs> have like, I don't know, things that, yeah, I mean, all of my coping mechanisms are pretty like physical and, and environmental, but I've been trying to think of, um, I taped this little note to my computer, I think maybe two months ago, but it just says, high road, long view. And mm -hmm. I just try and like think about that when something comes up and now I'm gonna think about it and then take all those notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. And I think that um, reminding ourselves that beliefs are just thoughts that we mm -hmm. keep having mm -hmm. is, it might sound silly, but it's also pretty empowering because we just have like, normally the thoughts that we have just flow in and out of our brains and we feel like they're just happening right. despite whatever control we may or may not have. But I love a little process that reminds you, no, no, you don't have to think that if it doesn't feel good and you don't like that. Yeah, yeah. which is what I tell my kids. I don't want to go to the dentist, I hate the dentist. And I said, well, you just hate it because that's, you're having a thought about that. So choose a different thought. Yeah. and. They're, they get tired of me saying that. But <laughs> it goes back to the beginning when you asked about perseverance, and I said, well, I have these tools, and I know mm -hmm. that I'm not in it forever. And that's yeah. what I was referring to is like choosing permanence. Yeah, and mm. choosing that new thought and knowing, wait, I'm feeling this way because mm -hmm. so. That's fantastic. Thanks for letting me <laughs> spew that forth. Now, was that <laughs> something that you were taught, or was that something that you learned after your daughter's death? That or? was, I learned that from the Brooke Castillo mm -hmm. Life okay. Coach School, and that's her, her thought model, and I believe it like gospel truth. It has really changed my life. 
but yes, I have gone to a lot of therapy. <laughs> I still take Ambien to sleep. I, Kelly Wolf, who I work with as a life coach, she's all about the, the three M's, move, munch, and meditate, and I mm. add mingle, because I need people and I need to connect and an extrovert, but. Communities. Yeah, so, so there's lots yeah. of things I've learned through, through this, but that one was the most recent with my life coach training, so. Well, and I think with perseverance as well, like sharing where you are with people that you love and trust mm. is really important because, you know, they have your back and context is everything. And so mm -hmm. if they know that you're going through a struggle, then they can mm -hmm. step up. And I think as humans, it's one of the hardest things for us to do, kind of take the shell down and let people see us in the midst of our imperfections. But when we do that, I find that the results are so rewarding and people step up and step yes. in and um, I was very new to Park City I'd only been here for two years so had just a very um, what I felt like was a tenuous friend circle and I was going through a divorce and I had no family here and so mm. that was one of the things that I had to learn how to do you know which yeah. was really difficult to like allow people to see what I felt like was the darkest parts of what I was going through but I'm sure was, they love you even all the more rewarding you know because mm -hmm. the people who were able to step up did it with with great enthusiasm and compassion and so mm -hmm. I think in the depths of struggle or hardship the people around us can often be a great resource oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um, well, I think we're going to wrap up. I wanted to thank you both for taking the time to discuss kind of like a, a harder topic, I think. Um, did you want to share any websites or ways that people can get in touch with you? Sure, yeah. So my website is called wildergoods.com, and it's spelled W-Y-L-D-E-R goods.com. Um, whether, you, uh, whether you're an outdoors woman or you have one in your life, you might find something interesting there. But we're on social media with the same handle. Check it out. And mine, I Instagram is where a lot of my mayhem happens. I have a fun account. It's Smalley Spice. So my maiden name is Bice, Molly Bice, and I'm small. So Smalley Spice <laughs> is my Instagram. And then my website is mollybicejackson.com. That's awesome. where you can see more about my speaking and coaching. So. Great. Thank you guys both for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was yeah. wonderful. And I wanted to thank Park City Television for being our media sponsor on the Ignite podcast. I'm Renee Huang. I'm the founder of Wild Women Tribe. You can find us online at wildwomentribe.net and on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. So join us next time on the Ignite podcast where we're listening to interesting discussions with amazing women. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,